Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 10th, 2016. My name is Philip Rosmanike. I'm the ex- expert and editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Uh, I hope everyone made it through uh, the weekend uh, and Hurricane Matthew with as little damage as possible. We got really, really lucky, I think, uh, with, a, with a wobble to the east uh, from that hurricane uh, at the very last moment. I think I went to bed at around 1 a.m. and I saw that news alert come across uh, Twitter at, at 1 a.m., uh, saying that the hurricane was taking a turn to the east, uh, spared most of Orlando, a lot of central Florida. Uh, if you live on the coast, if you live on the east coast, St. Augustine, Jacksonville, uh, even Melbourne, uh, Cocoa Beach, uh, I hope I hope you were safe. Uh, I'm sure you were evacuated, uh, and I hope when you returned home you found minimal damage uh, and the cleanup goes quickly, uh, but... Uh, Always a very scary situation with the hurricanes. Um, you know, I, I, w- I was expecting to lose power in Orlando, and again, I think in Orlando we got we got fairly lucky uh, that the storm took a, a last second turn to the east, and of course uh, went headed up north. So our, our thoughts are still with those now, on the east coast of Florida, as well as in Georgia and South Carolina, as well as they clean up from a hurricane. Uh, it, it was certainly a continued talk for the team. Magic actually took Friday off because of the hurricane. Essentially, everything in Orlando was shut down on Friday. If, if you're listening uh, outside of uh, outside of Central Florida and, and outside Florida, everything in Orlando is essentially shut down on Friday. I mean, literally everything was shut down. Uh, there, I think there's still some closures go, uh, uh, remaining, even though uh, things, have, things have passed uh, almost completely. But uh, certainly on the coast, uh, they're still doing cleanup and still getting back to normal. But... Uh, very good sign uh, that Orlando's back up on its feet. The Orlando Magic returned to practice on Saturday. I'm back. Uh, you can probably tell I'm feeling a lot better as well. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for for sticking with me through the storm and, and allowing me to take a, a, a sort of a day off on Friday. But we're back and ready for another strong week of Orlando Magic basketball here on Locked on Magic. And I do remind you that the best way to follow Locked On Magic is to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio. Pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast, you can find us. Uh, download the podcast. It'll get downloaded every day if you subscribe, especially using iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a review. Leave us a five-star rating. We do appreciate it. It does help us climb the iTunes ratings and uh, enable us to be listened by more people. And and you want to be listened by more people, I would think. And so tell tell your friends. Let them know how great the show is, especially now that Magic season's coming. This is the one place to get all your Magic info uh, like you're going to get today. On today's show, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, the Magic's new offense, this pace-heavy offense that the Magic are going to run and what the elements are that will make it successful. I'm also going to discuss what the Magic learned in their first two preseason games uh, and talk about uh, this news item to start the show. 
Saturday, the Magic were back in practice for the first time since their two-game road trip ended on Wednesday. The Magic had Thursday off. That was a scheduled day off after coming home from a road trip, and then they got Friday off because of the storm. Had a very long practice session on Saturday. I think they ended something like an hour, hour and a half after they were scheduled to end and meet with the media, but there was a lot of good news in that uh, in that practice. And that good news, of course, is Aaron Gordon, Serge Ibaka, and Alfred Payton are back. Uh, the th- those three players, three starters. These are three starters, essentially. Uh, missed time uh, at the beginning of training camp uh, for a team that features, I think, the second most new players on the roster. I think the Magic had the second largest roster turnover in the offseason. For a team that featured that much roster uh, turn- turnover, that uh, is is absolutely critical to get these guys back healthy, uh, and essentially makes those feels like it makes those first two preseason games something of a wash. Um, you know, you, you learn a little bit, but but not a whole lot, and so it's good to get those guys back. And uh, from what Frank Vogel said, it was like coaching a, a completely different team having those three players back. Yeah, we looked like a different team, felt like a different team, and uh, you know, a lot of uh, encouraging signs from seeing all those guys out there together. Of course. Uh, running through those injuries again, Aaron Gordon has been out the entirety of training camp. He's been doing some non-contact drills the last few days, but uh, finally rejoining practice in full. Uh, sprained his ankle a few weeks before training camp, uh, so he wasn't able to start practice start practice with the rest of the team. Uh, but certainly a guy everyone is very, very excited to see what he does this year, what kind of growth he takes, especially moving to the small forward position. We'll have... A lot more on Aaron Gordon as the week goes on, especially with a game on Wednesday against the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, big test uh, for him uh, in his first game. Uh, Alfred Payton uh, injured his left, sprained his left hip flexor uh, in, on, in during the first practice of training camp. Uh, big setback for him, but uh, he's back. Uh, said he didn't feel too much pain in his hip. Again, another player that everyone's uh, excited to see. Uh, uh, how he developed, how he's grown, uh, what he's added and added to his game, especially uh, coming off of last season when when he really struggled. Uh, and then Serge Ibaka uh, reportedly suffered a knee-on-knee collision, and that's what caused the knee soreness uh, that had Ma- the Magic pretty worried. They held him out for a few days of practice, uh, sent him to New York to get an MRI, according to Josh Robbins of the Orlando Sentinel, uh, received the word that there was no structural damage, and so he was back in practice, obviously a huge anchor to the Magic's defense, and, and I'll, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about the fast-paced offense, I'll talk a little bit more about what they can do with Ibaka and, and Nikola Vucevic a little bit later on in the week. Uh, how they played, still a little bit of a mystery how they played. The Magic don't tip their hand very much in practice, so we'll, we'll, we'll get a good look at them on Wednesday, get a look at this, you know, fully operational Magic, uh, Magic team. Uh, on Wednesday during that preseason game, I would I would suspect all three will play, uh, you know if if not you know meager amount of minutes, but certainly they'll play. Uh, and it was important, you know. And again, they have to get their win back. I think I think Gordon said uh, that you know it, it definitely felt like a practice. Like he he, was, he definitely felt like he he was gassed. And then when he was talking to us, you could see the sweat dripping off of him. You could. See, he was a little short, short of breath, and and that's okay. That's normal. You know, you come back from an injury, you put, you do your first practice, you're gonna you're gonna be a little, a little short, a little short of short of breath. It's a difficult game to play, uh, and you know, he said that you know, this this being the first time he's really interacted with the coaches and, and done live action. You know, at first Vogel eased him in, uh, but toward the end of the of his first practice, 
he got he got a lot thrown at him, and, and he's beginning to learn. And, and Vogel said during practice on Sunday that you know he's Aaron is still not quite in shape yet, or not you know at the at the speed he needs to be at to really test him. And so they're you know they're still easing him in, but throwing a lot at him and, and making sure he knows things. Uh, but he's still learning the reads that he needs to make, and still learning uh, the different uh, the different things that that they want him to do, or, or what what where he can attack and where he fits into the offense. He's still learning a lot of those things at this point. Uh, but Vogel said on Sunday, Gordon's making plays. Uh, he looks really impressive. It's very clear that he's going to help this Magic team, just like is going to help this Magic team, just like Alfred Payton's going to help this Magic team. And so to have those guys back, be back at full force, is, is a tremendous, tremendous asset for the Orlando Magic, something they've been waiting all season for. I know it's just been a week and a half, but not, not even a week. It's been almost two weeks now. Uh, been something they've been waiting for. Now they have it, and now the Magic can move forward, continue to build, and continue to grow uh, as they get ready for the season. But what about those first two preseason games that the Magic played? Um, it is data. It is. It, it does tell us something, you would think, uh, the Magic losing by five to the Memphis Grizzlies in Memphis and then getting blown out. They ended up losing 117-102 to 102 in Cleveland. What did those games tell us? It, it's hard to say, of course, because the Magic were down three starters. Um, and obviously, toward the end of the game, of those games, the, the, the main players weren't in. It certainly was, a, to me... You know, having watched Wednesday's game and, and listened to Monday's game, and, and then and now talking to the team a little bit about it, um, there were definitely positives to take. But it was also very clear that there is still a lot of work to do. Uh, and, and and at this stage, of course, there's going to be a lot of work to do, especially with the new players on the roster missing so many key guys. Uh, you know, Vogel said in, in these first two games he was really kind of experimenting with matchup with matchups and, and and lineup combinations and trying to get a sense of what can work. And I think that was a really big part of what the Magic did. Um, certainly, and, and I'll get to this, but but certainly Vogel wasn't going to change anything up just because they were playing the Cavs. He wasn't going to throw, you know, a, you know, a, a strong side trap at at LeBron James just because they were playing the Cavs. They they were going to stay within their shell. And LeBron James is LeBron James, and you know, he looked like if you watched Wednesday's game, it looked like he was going at half speed and just doing whatever he wants because he's he's LeBron freaking James. He does that. What was interesting to note was was those matchups and, and those combinations, and I'll talk a little bit about this later on in the week on the podcast. I, I wrote about it on OrlandoMagicDaily.com over the weekend about the Nikola Vucevic-Bismack-Biombo combo combination and, and what that sort of tells us about what the Magic may do with their two bigs. There's a lot of high-low potential because of Vucevic's passing, and, and that's kind of the way they had to play because Biombo can't do much outside the paint, and so... I think there is potential there for Vucevic to to be a, a great uh, or to be a solid passer from that high post area and to operate a little bit more in the high post. It wouldn't surprise me to see him doing that. Uh, but that was a combination they wanted to look at. It worked against Memphis because Memphis plays Marcus Ole and Zach Randolph against uh, against Cleveland. It didn't quite work. It, it you know Cavs play Kevin Love, Tristan Thompson. Stretching Vucevic out to the perimeter, that doesn't quite work. They have the mobility to, to guard those guys, and it, it was a mixed bag. And, and then Vogel admitted after Wednesday's game that, that he probably wouldn't run that combination 
against the Cavaliers in the future. They were just kind of forced to by the roster they had available. Um, again, they're running a shell defense. They're kind of running a shell offense still. They they Things are still getting implemented, so it's not a complete team yet, and, and they weren't going to pull out anything special for a preseason game, especially for the first two preseason games. Uh, what I take away from these first two preseason games is that there is a lot of work to do. Uh, it's still difficult to, to get a grasp of what their identity is, and a lot of that is the guys they're missing. Uh, even them trying to run was hard to tell, especially against Cleveland, uh, because they were struggling to get stops. And and so, you know, it's this is what we knew all, the, all along. Magic got to get stops on defense to, to really compete. Sometimes I feel like in the preseason you need a good butt kicking, especially early in the preseason. And the Magic got that against Cleveland, and it's discouraging because it was very similar. Like I said on, on Thursday's episode, uh, it's very similar to, to how the Magic got beat by Cleveland uh, in their first few games and in their, in their meetings last year. Uh, but you wanted to see a better response, and I think that's what Vogel was most disappointed on, and that was the big takeaway from the Cleveland game, especially. That the Magic kind of took a punch and didn't punch back, and that was something that has to change. And it's good that it, that they see that now, that they learn that lesson now, and they spent, uh, supposedly, reportedly they spent the first part of Saturday's practice breaking down that tape, going over things, and some of the veteran guys like Serge Ibaka and Jeff Green and DJ Augustin, you know, kind of spoke up and said, you know, hey, this isn't how this works. This isn't how we got to do things. We got to, when this happens, we've got to be here. We got to uh, respond in a different way. And I think that's something the Magic haven't necessarily had. And again, we'll see how they react Wednesday. But by all accounts, they, they at least took that the right way and are willing to grow and learn and, and, and take the next steps. And of course, we'll find out Wednesday. Like I said throughout last week, with these preseason games, especially these early preseason games, as they're still integrating guys and still learning things, and especially even Wednesday's preseason game with with the new guy with the with the roster coming back to full strength, it's about having a foundation to build upon and getting better game to game. So you're kind of ramping up to the to the regular season. Wednesday was disappointing because it didn't seem to improve on what they did Monday against the Grizzlies. Now, if they play like they did against the Grizzlies with right intentions and, and you know, yes, making mistakes, um, and, and they did clean up some of their turnover mistakes in, in Wednesday's game, and that's a positive to take out of it. But uh, if they, you know, play with the right intention, with, with good intensity, even if they're making mistakes at this point, it's okay. They, they, you know, you're almost halfway through the preseason, but you don't need to be, you know, full-on... We're regular season ready right now, you, you know, especially with the guys the Magic are adding back in. They just need to play the right way, be thinking the right things, have a foundation to build upon, and continue to grow and get better game to game to game, week to week to week, practice to practice to practice. Um, we'll find out a lot more about this team this week. The Magic have three games at home this week. They'll play... San Antonio on Wednesday, I believe they play Indiana on Friday, and then Atlanta on Sunday, and they go to Miami Tuesday, uh, and then New Orleans the following Friday, I believe, uh, and that that's their preseason schedule. That's that's the rest of the preseason right there. So there is a lot of time still. There's still a lot of opportunity. 
but not a lot of opportunity. And this week break that they had between the Cleveland game and the San Antonio game is coming at a good time. Uh, and and hopefully they'll they'll right the ship and, and begin ramping up to the to the regular season uh, as they get closer. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is nine ninety-nine, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only twelve ninety-nine. Buy one get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. The one thing I do want to try and pin down a little bit clearer is what this offense is going to look like. Uh, And the Magic haven't had... You know, uh, we haven't had a real opportunity to look at this offense yet. It's still kind of hard to, to figure things out. But from what all the players are saying and, and what they've kind of told us about what this offense is going to be, it's going to be about speed. The Magic want to get up the floor quickly, get into their offense quickly, try and find a mismatch, and, and yes, even shoot the ball quickly early in the shot clock. This isn't a team that's going to be able to grind people out in the half court. Everyone wants to call them Memphis East. And that defensive comparison seems apt. But the Magic don't have Marcus Gasol or Mike Conley. They've got, you know, Alfred Payton and Nikola Vucevic. They've got Aaron Gordon. They're not going to be successful offensively, at least, if they're grinding teams out. If they're going to if they're grinding teams out. So yeah, the joke is they're going to play a lot of 88-85 games. But in reality, with the pace the Magic might want to be playing, they could end up being 98-95 games that are just still extremely ugly. The Magic are working on running at every opportunity they can get. It's about giving themselves enough time to get into their offense and have the opportunity to, uh, to move the ball. This is an offense that they're running. This, 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 this thought process that they have of, of running, getting transition buckets, getting out on getting out on the break. It's an offense that's based on their defense. It's an offense that's based on let's get stops and turn those stops into offensive opportunities. Defense starts our offense. This isn't a let's grab the rebound and then set up our offense. This is no. You get your defense, you get your stop, you get your rebound, and you go. You get your turnover, and you go. And that's going to give a lot of green lights to a lot of people. Um, I think Frank Vogel has said on on numerous occasions, Alfred Payton has the green light to shoot. He wants him to shoot. It's not to say that, that Payton should be taking, you know, dribble, dribble, step back jumpers. It's to say he gets downhill, He's going to the basket. He's going at full speed. He wants him to think shot. He wants him to think, I'm getting the basket and I'm scoring. Because that'll suck the defense in to free up three-point shooters on the perimeter. That'll that'll do a lot for his game. A big part of what the Magic are doing is, is working in this preseason, is working on their conditioning, is working on running. Uh, the drills they've shown us are conditioning drills, are, are running drills. And Frank Vogel said... Even today, the Magic aren't in shape yet. I mean, it's not that they didn't come to camp in shape. They're just not in game shape yet. And a lot of the focus remains on getting them to play quicker. 
getting them to to still be able to maintain that pace and that quickness deep into games and into the fourth quarter. Conditioning's going to be critical for this team. And that's a big element to what the Magic are trying to build this offseason. Neither the Magic nor the Pacers last year were fast teams. Uh, they, they, they were about in the middle of the league in terms of pace. So this is kind of uncharted territory for Frank Vogel. He, he always said he wanted to play faster, and the team he had didn't account for that. And he feels this team can do it more. Certainly Nikola Vucevic is more athletic than Roy Hibbert. Uh, Serge Ibaka should be a little more springy than, than them. Bismack Biombo certainly is. He's got Aaron Gordon. He's got Alfred Payton. It, it, running this kind of a transition-heavy offense is, is sort of a way to mask their, their, half-court, their half-court inefficiencies. And there are going to be games this year where the Magic are stuck, to, stuck in a half-court game and are really going to struggle. That's just the way this team is looking at. But there is certainly an emphasis for the Magic this year in getting out in transition, getting out on the break, and scoring very scoring quicker, and that's a big key. And again, it, st- it starts with the de- with the defense. This is a defensive team. This is a team that 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 has to be good defensively. And if they're good defensively, the offense will flow very naturally out of that. And and I think that is a big part of the Magic strategy this season. So we'll find out exactly what the elements. Are. I think I think it starts with defense and starts with getting into transition. The half court offense is going to be a little bit different, but I think the key is get over that t- get over that mid court line quickly. Try and exploit a mismatch while the te- while the defense is is tracking back. And I think that's a big thing of what the Magic are trying to do. And it was hard to see that very much in Wednesday's game. Uh, I, I'll be in, I'll, that'll be something I'll be watching about uh, as the Magic take on the Spurs on uh, this this coming Wednesday. Uh, as as the Magic are beginning to build the elements of their offense and, and begin building their identity. That will do it for this Monday edition of Locked on Magic. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope everyone stayed safe during Hurricane Matthew once again. Uh, our thoughts and prayers are with those out on the east coast of Florida as well as any other area affected by the hurricane. Um, I always, you know, Floridians tend to joke about, about hurricanes, but... Uh, we do take them seriously, and we do think about think about our our, our brothers and sisters uh, that that have to deal with these natural disasters and and uh, a lot of property loss, a lot of just inconvenience to be fr- among other things, uh, you know. But we do we do take care of it. We do take take it seriously, and we do uh, recover quickly because that's what we do as as Floridians. So hope everyone stayed safe during the storm. Um, I'll be back again tomorrow with another episode of Locked on Magic, so be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Audioboom, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher uh, as well. Leave us a review if you would like, and check out some of the great podcasts on the, uh, some of the other great podcasts on the Locked on Podcast Network. It is the fastest growing podcast network on iTunes. Very, very cool. We're we're growing uh, exponentially. Uh, I imagine we'll be taking over the world pretty soon, so be on the lookout for that. Join the party now. Uh, uh, we we were happy to have you. Uh, we have uh, drinks or something. I don't know. Uh, but be sure to check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until tomorrow, until I see you all tomorrow, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. Thanks for listening. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.